Chelsea. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Pretty well. I hope that this works out today pretty well. So far, so good, eh? So let me, before we even begin, I want to kind of just follow up with the stuff that we left with last week because it's kind of like really close, close to where we're... Yeah, to this week because we're recording super easy. The whole Starbucks thing and how you were like, you don't think like the yeah. company gives them a memo and blah, blah, blah. I was blah, wrong, dude. And I was like, I guarantee you they won't know. But Apparently, I'm still I'm waiting. I'm still myself. I still kind of want to know. So I'm putting a shout out again to you people. So this is what happened in case you're just catching up with us maybe today for the first time. Hi, I'm Elsie, and that's Jess. Hey! <laughs> hey! Um, hey <laughs> So we found out, you know, Starbucks has this um, new podcast. They're obviously investing a lot of money in this because it's a highly produced, one of those storytelling type podcasts. It's, you know, inspiring. It's called The Upstanders. Uh, Upstanders. And, um, you know, it seems like it's even a media company, the Starbucks media company. I think that it's it's labeled as. Oh, they just made that up. Come on. Well, whatever. You know, but but that they have now they have a wing at Starbucks that it does their media production or whatever. And I thought, well, you know, they should probably you know how they have those little musical, the music things, the MP3s at Starbucks, the little MP3. Yeah. Yeah. And then and and app cards. They should do that for the podcast. Do you understand how many people would know about podcasting if they just put out a little card and and put that out there? It would be the podcast app. I mean, all of that stuff, right? Don't you think? I think it would be a lot of printing. People will. But well, yeah. dude, they're they're already doing it. They're already doing that. People are already picking up those little cards, and they That's have a really good idea. Bulletin, actually, they they have bulletin boards at Starbucks. Uh, where they are always talking about their own stuff, and they have not mentioned their podcast in, in this at all, like whatsoever, which is kind of odd. So I went up to the uh, – yesterday I was editing at Starbucks, and I went up to the guy, and I was like, dude, hey, do you know about the Starbucks podcast? And he looked at me like I was crazy, and he oh felt really bad. I felt so bad for the guy. He's like, well, I just moved to the store um, four weeks ago – or no, two weeks ago, so that means that I've missed – so many, and I was like, "You're not in trouble, guy. I'm not like an undercover Starbucks agent." I like how you, you call him like... guy. Hey, guy. <laughs> hey, guy. You're not in trouble. <laughs> Relax, guy. <laughs> That's and so then... like 1940s <laughs> gangster of you. It, totally right at Starbucks <laughs> with my overalls and. Uh... <laughs> In North Carolina. Um, but I, and then I asked, and then he, uh, we, you know, there's a, there's a woman who is, like, doing some stuff and, and, like, actually making coffee on the side. And he was like, hey, do you know about the Starbucks podcast? And she barely lifts her head up and just says no with her head. You know, she shakes her head. <laughs> I was like, well, I guess it's not a thing for you guys. Guess so if you guys do go to Starbucks, though, ask them. Ask them about their podcast and even show them in the podcast app because they might be surprised or who knows. Maybe yeah. um, maybe they missed the memos. And then the guy was like, well, I go, so your, your, your company, your Starbucks doesn't let you know about these things. Do, you, do they communicate with you guys? And he goes, well, we have a, we have a members, like, I think it's like, um, you know, when you log into Starbucks, how there's that portal? That pops up mm-hmm. like whenever yeah, you're yeah. – I think that they have something like that for the people that work at Starbucks so mm-hmm. that I guess they have a special place, bulletin portal place, where they 
you know, share things with the podcast people. But how many of them, I mean, with the podcast people, with the Starbucks employees, but um, how many people would actually do that? So, yeah. Oh. Hmm. So anyway, I was just that I'm just reporting idea. bad. I'm reporting back on the whole Starbucks thing. <clears throat> That's a shame that they don't that he doesn't know about it. Fooey on them for not having a team well, meeting they- about podcasts. <laughs> and you know how good it would be for them for them to do the local angle to be able to like get the people that locally go into Starbucks to listen to their podcast and how much faster they would get into the rankings. If they just did, I mean, they could even have people apply to be. Gosh, I mean, I would even listen to a Starbucks podcast about the employees and their interesting little lives that they're leading outside Starbucks. Even that's interesting. It would be super fun. People are fascinating. Truly, people are fascinating. Me especially. Just kidding. You are truly. (laughs) Me especially. Just kidding. You know, one time um, a listener told me to stop saying I was just kidding after I made a joke. Really. Yeah. Well, then just say, that JK. like I'm apologizing for my jokes. Maybe you. Oh, we didn't even use that tip. Remember the tip you sent me? What was the tip? The tip about exactly what you just talked about. Shit. Oh, I'm my not... God. I know. I so but let's put the let's tip. Put Wait, I got that. Damn it. I don't know. Let's see. Gosh, darn it. Where is it? Because we're. I think it's called maybe... just not sorry. That's what it's called. Just not so- sorry. Yes. Okay. Just not sorry. The Gmail plugin in the Chrome Web Store. I will give you the link. Yeah. So what we have to actually, we, so cue in the tip thingy-majigger right now. Elsie's tool tips. Woo. Okay. So you have to explain exactly what that does though. Cause I know we, we were, went, went round, roundabout. So what's the name of the plugin again? It's called just not sorry. Okay. And it's and- a email. Is it Gmail thing? It is a Chrome extension that you can get in the okay. Chrome web store. It's okay. called Just Not Sorry. It's a Gmail plugin that warns you when you write emails using words that undermine your message. Uh-huh. Meaning you are apologizing too much. Like, oh, Correcto. I'm so sorry. I, like, yeah. How about this, guys? What do you guys think? Is it going to be all right if I do that? But if you guys don't care, then that's okay. But I just thought that was something nice. <laughs> what? <laughs> It's exactly what you you apologize for saying everything. It's like through, it's like you know you, you this is my idea. It. I know that's what I'm that's what I was trying I'm to sorry do it for it. Yeah, it's exactly it. This is my idea, but you don't have to use it if you don't want to because I don't know. I just thought it might help. Kind Shut of up. It's not really. All right. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what is she talking about? She they should use it. Why is she being so wishy washy? I didn't get it. Okay. Uh, I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> that went way you over my like, head and then came back and smacked like, me in the face. What? <laughs> I did a really good job, see? So anyway, you could X out like four or five different sentences after you do that with that plugin. But thank you for that tip. That was like a, a famous a famous tip. Oh so my like, god. I just I'm writing yeah, you an email and it says, I'm sorry, I hope I'm not bothering you. It has an orange dotted line under the word sorry, and then I have actually what I really mean and it underlines the word actually too, which is apparently an undermining message as well. well There's a, yeah, several of them. It's not getting to the point. Yeah. yeah. It's not getting to the point. It's an open source piece and it's part of the female founder initiative created by Tammy Rice, Steve Broods, and Manish Ko- Kakwani. But yeah, it's got like about 11 or 12 words that it does a little ding on you to show you when you're being kind of weak 
in your communications. So, yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> kind of, could you imagine you start typing and then your whole computer goes... Kind of exactly like that. Um, yeah. Let me see if it has like an actual website besides just the... Oh, yeah, though. Yeah, it's a really good idea, I think. Um, it's on Product Hunt. It's on Medium. Maybe. Um, and then there's an article that says the Just Not Sorry app is keeping women trapped in a man's world. Really? What? I don't what? think. I guess because you're consciously being aware of how you're weak. Or you or you want to speak like a man. Is that the and is, is that is that what it's saying? I think this editor is just kind of saying like, you know, you're constantly being aware of how you're using the women present all admitted they had a tendency to use just and sorry. I like a woman who sees a problem and want to fix it. So credit for that. Except these good intentions have unintentionally led us further down the road to hell. Really? That's an overstatement, I think. In accepting a woman's vocal and written characteristics are holding her back. What we're really saying is it's still a man's world. And to win it, you have to act sound and write like a man. No, 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 no. That is not what she's saying. These are bad habits that have already formed for one reason or another. And actually, by being dinged on those things, you just bring yourself out of that whole apologize for being alive scenario, which people do all the time, male or female. Like My yeah. husband's guilty of Agreed. that as well, I think. My husband does a lot of the, just not sorry. I'm sorry. 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 He only does it at home. I'm assuming he doesn't do it at work. But he's constantly, <laughs> I mean, because he'd be so ineffective, right? And he's the boss. So right. anyway, yeah, that I don't think good. I agree with that. But it's cool. Just not sorry. Just not sorry. I think it's cool. Yep. So, um, guys, we've uh, Jess and I have been playing on the t- tips scenario too. Jess and I have been playing a little bit with stickers, and yes. stickers are fun. If you guys have iOS, you know, ten, and you have stickers for my message, they're fun. I like stickers. Stickers are fun. Can I say that one more time? Stickers are fun. Stickers are so fun. fun. They're like the funnest. <laughs> they're like the super funnest. And um, there's there's times that I really want a sticker that I want that I haven't been able to find. So maybe we'll create some, Jess. I'm putting... Uh, How w- what will we make stickers of? If we were going to have Sheepy stickers, of what would they be, do you think? They would be like sayings. Sayings that we say. They could be Sayings like, that we say? Sayings, sayings that we say. Like, love you, mean it kind of thing. Sayings that we say. Sayings that we say. And say- then... <laughs> love you, mean it. Yeah, that's and a then good one. Lo- <laughs> Thanks, John. And then lots of... Um, ha- like uh, podcaster related things, like Mikes, all that you remember, all headphones, li- like yeah, stuff like what that. What kind of message and does that send via text? Shouldn't it be like stuff we're I'm trying podcasting. to say? To- yes, yes, recording a show. Don't interrupt. Recording a show, exactly with the hand. Can't up. talk now, <laughs> but I'm happy to text. Stop <laughs> calling me asshole. Not stop calling me <laughs> asshole, but stop calling me comma asshole. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and then maybe, um, you know, like pet peeves or something like that where we could send it. Um, and the other thing that I thought about was like, you know, some of those sayings that we had for those stickers. For the, sorry, for the, yeah, for the actual stickers. How do you make them? How, the, do I have to now stickers. Google how to make your own stickers? How to make your own I probably will have to do iPhone that as stickers. well. Because, okay, so the Pan Attic podcast is also going to have some of of theirs, you know, because they're part of Relay FM, and then in Relay FM, they're making stickers for every single podcast. And so, the Pen Attic podcast is going to have pen centric 
stickers and they're going to and they're going to be total in jokes like if i send you one of those stickers you're going to look at it and go i don't even know what this is thank you very much it's kind of lame but if you send it to somebody who's a pen addict and loves all inks and then different types of pens and they're really super super into it they're going to go oh my gosh how cool is this because they're totally into it which is why that podcast is so popular because that's a whole industry that is gung-ho about their stuff. So check out, so, there's a link I just sent you on Facebook, 10 apps, how to make your own iOS 10 stickers with these free apps. There's like three of them. Oh. One is oh. called Assembly. Huh. One is called Sticker Boost. And one, and that's it. <laughs> Those two. <laughs> Great. Yeah. I see. Sorry. Well, you never know. But then maybe, who knows? You know, we could play around with that. But anyway, I just thought stickers are fun. Stickers are another way to get your people into it. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe that'll be really exciting to play with. The ones that we like are the Bitmoji ones, but they're you. You just do like a little search and then you can find yourself doing all these ridiculous things. That's what's fun. Yeah. So far, I've been drowning in the rain and crying my eyes out, laughing at other people. It's really fun. Those are super fun to be able to. Good time. Like somehow. Yeah. Good time for me. Yeah. Are you ready to to get some of these ladies into Pod Fusion? Let's do we it. We don't have very much time to get these ladies into Pod Fusion. I know. It's really You guys really sneaking up. It's really sneaking up and you guys need to start to make your plans. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Third week of February, guys. Think about this. You've just started fall right at this moment. This is when, like, you know, you're you're sort of, like, reaping the, the rewards of your entire year. You're getting really excited about planning the next year. You're really, really, really going to knock it out of the park in 2017. And you want to get your gear together and see what you want to do next. Holy crap. By the time f- f- February comes around, it's time. You're going to be so ready to do this event. And you're going to rip your face off. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Hard to disagree with that. Yeah, because it's going to be the time when you have planned for the next year. You need that little push. You kind of want to push your boundaries. It's the opportunity that you need to do these days over in Florida is going to set the entirety almost of 2017 for, oh, my gosh. Plus, let's be honest, after the holidays, nobody's truly productive until March. Come on. You're right. You're right. Spend the whole time in January planning out your year like that's going to do anything. And then you spend the whole time in February reworking your plan because you messed it up in January. And then March is when you've got your shiz together. So just spend the end of that putting like the finishing touches by being with us in Florida. I really I'm not even selling anything with this speech. Am I? The point is. No, you are because it makes it totally makes sense. So you guys need to. it, It totally does. Because most of us, what happens is around February, we start to get really sad because we didn't accomplish what we started to do in January. Not yet. Right. But anyway, Podfusion is, listen, it's a lot smaller than podcast movement. It's really a lot of fun. It's growing. It's going to be like 500 people. It's going to be half the size of podcast movement this year. Um, So many connections, but also a really good feel of an event. Really nice people go. um, If you're speaking or if you are attending, um, it's in sunny Florida in February. It's about 70 degrees compared to where I am in February, which is like 20 degrees. It's way better. Even if it's not hot, it's way better. Um, 
the food in Orlando is cool. Disney is there. I don't know if you guys care about Disney, but this time I think I'm going to take the schmoo to Disney. And um, we're just going to have such a good time. We're going to have the She Podcast Award. It's going to be so fun. Oh, my God. Come see it. I'm telling you, it's going to be amazing. So just put it in your calendar. All right, guys. It is absolutely, absolutely necessary. Go over to shepodcasts.com slash podfusion, P-O-D-F-U-S-I-O-N. And this is happening Thursday, Friday, Saturday, February 23rd through the 25th. So put that inside of your consciousness. Make it happen, yo. Yo. (laughs) Come on to the event. Okay. Um, So do you want to move into some news here, lady? Let's do it. The news you can use for the informed podcaster. Podcasting news. News brought to you by Team Podcast, our sponsor. Team- <laughs> yes. <laughs> TeamPodcast. That's right. Check them out. If you want help with any aspect of your podcast, show notes, social media, editing, blog posting, writing it, scheduling it, figuring it out. They do everything. They transcribe. They do every single aspect of your podcast for you. You can give them all of it. You can give them some of it. You can give them one piece of it. It's fantastic. Let me know how it goes because she's the bestest. Chrissy Hausler, who's a very active member of our group and every podcasting group, if you've seen her name, so helpful and knowledgeable, teampodcast.com. And now for the news, Elsie, over to you. And now for the news. Take over the news. Over to you, Well, I wrote wrote this article over to me. (laughs) This was actually from an an article on workingwomanreport.com, which it turns out is an Indian podcast, an Indian website, right? And then I was reading, uh, who knew, right? And I was sort of like uh, kind of perusing it because of the title. Um, I think it's it said it's about the podcasting boom, right? So I started to read it, same information, same information. But I guess what really struck me, and this is actually a personal, this is a personal thought about this entire article, and it's something that I've been thinking about a lot, actually, um, is that this entire article was fantastic in terms of podcasting, reaching other women about, um, you know, the habits of Indian people uh, listening to podcasts and all this data that's coming out and the optimism in the space in terms of advertising and venture capitals coming into this capitalist coming into the space and all this stuff. And no one is talking about, especially in this article, which is what brought it to my my mind was like, nobody's talking about the infrastructure. Nobody's talking about what it takes to download a darn podcast. And the reason I'm saying is, is because now whenever I have to download a podcast, I have to wait. Either Tuesdays or Thursdays is when I have access to fairly unlimited bandwidth. And I just download all the podcasts that I listened for, uh, d- d- listen to during the week. I don't have the luxury of coming up into a podcast and discovering a podcast now and going like, oh my God, I want to listen to that. And then just listening right away. I don't have that luxury anymore. And even though I'm in a position, like we had people come over this weekend and they all, I I'd had conversations with three or four different people and I was like, who is your coverage? Like who covers, who, how do you get um, internet? And all of them had issues. All of them were saying, oh yeah, we barely got this. Oh my God, my speeds are pathetic. Oh, this is sucky. This, the infrastructure that we have in order for podcasting to continue to grow, especially in countries like India or maybe other third world countries or countries that aren't listening to anything right now, um, 
is really not due because because of podcasting, but it's due because of the fact that they can't access the stuff. They can't listen. Yes, absolutely. So I don't know. Why isn't anybody talking? Am I the only one? I just listened to another podcast <laughs> this um, this weekend. Uh, um, which what is it called? Was it the incomparable? I can't. No, it wasn't the incomparable. It was a different one. And they started talking about how even this the guy. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be so sad that I can't remember the guy's name. Merlin Mann is one of the guys, but in the the podcast that I was listening to, but the guy's a pretty uh, incredible writer, right? And he, they were, they opened the show the same exact way that you and I opened the show last week, which was four times a charm, <laughs> where they totally had tech issues happen the whole time. I don't know. It, it's it's affecting everybody. The infrastructure is a problem. I just need to get that off my chest, dude. The question is. What the hell are you going to do? Are you just going to live with it? I mean, there's nothing much you can do. I mean, are you going to start looking no, for no, another I'm... location to inhabitate? To no. habitate? What's no, the, here, even the word? Yes, I don't even yes. What? My conversation at this moment has nothing to do with me specifically. It has to do with the world infrastructure. I'm not talking about just me. I'm I'm talking that I'm not the only one that goes through this. I know that. Of course not. So, but so what I'm you saying are one is of the few I'm, podcasters that has actively chosen to live in a place where internet is difficult. I am also one of exactly. those people because I realized after I moved into this house that my entire neighborhood has no cell service. Like I have to have my own mobile cell tower and even then it goes out and I have to plug it back in, plug it out, plug it back in from AT&T because like my entire area here is a dead spot. So if God forbid, first of all, if I lose internet, I can, I probably won't be able to dial 911. And second of all, it's just annoying because like you'll be talking to someone and all of a sudden it'll start going in and out like, but in a um, patterned way. So it'll stop like, and you can't really, (laughs) what? And it's it's so irritating. I'm just like, I really have no idea. To the other person, I don't even know what to say. I have to hang up on them and just have them call me back. Because there's no good way to tell them. I have no idea what they're saying. Um, So, yeah. So, I'm another one of those people, too. I'm not moving. So, I guess you're not either. You just deal. But you have much more severe of a problem because you have no internet, but your whole entire job is on the internet. Right. So. But you can deal. I mean, you can make do. I actually worked almost 40-hour day, 40-hour weeks the last two weeks. Yes, but all on Tuesday and Thursday, though. No, no, not no? All, all on Tuesdays. But right. No, because I have, uh, that's only, that's the only time. So I've got a workflow now. This is how I've, I've you know, the, all of that stuff, all the, ex, all of that extra stuff, it is extra stuff. Like listening to podcasts, um, watching Netflix, all that kind of stuff. Oh my is God, extra, you can't watch really. Netflix. Are you going to get TV? We can't watch, we can't watch anything. I mean, there's, t- there's a TV that the girls watch like DVD videos now. What? <laughs> I know. So now they have their DVDs and every day I go to the library and then I get take out DVDs and they watch a video or two at night. Different ones. But I'm assuming you could get cable a lot easier. No, you can't get cable. You don't have cable either? No, you can't get cable. I tried. I mean, can't you just live in an area of North Carolina that has a lot of trees in the neighborhood? Like, why does it have to be like on a mountain well, with goats? Well, you're missing goats? the point. You're missing the point. The whole point is you're not the only one that 
these kind that I'm not the only one. And the compa- the you do realize that you are consciously comparing yourself to India, which is technically a third world country. Am I mistaken? Yeah. Yes, I, I know you're not mistaken. But here, but I continue to bring this up because I am not the only one. I am not the only one. The people who are creating the content that wants to grow this content, particularly the audio space, are people who are living in places where the infrastructure, uh, inf- infrastructure for the most part has been optimized so that they do get mm-hmm. pretty much steady high, st- high st- uh, streams or data transfer in some ways for the most part. In order for podcasting to continue to grow, the ability for people who are not that that don't have those speeds available to them has to also grow, and that has nothing to do with us. And 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 even if you want it, like I've been calling AT and T because it's the only only place that I can get DSL from, and D- there's a DSL that runs here to my neighbor's house, and I cannot get. AT&T to come to my I need a technician. I need somebody to come to my house. They don't do that. Get, well, I cannot get Xfinity yes, they do because does they that. Have, Can you get Xfinity to come? No, because a DSL because AT&T owns the line. So the problem isn't that's what they've told me all the other companies AT&T owns the line. Okay. They basically they own the space. Mm-hmm. So I have to keep continue talking to them and they AT&T says, "Okay, we'll call you in a week." And nobody calls me. Mm-hmm. So I call them back again. But what I'm saying is that it's up to me and there is no communications here. So if something happens, it, you know, in all honesty, if something happens to anybody's internet, where do you go? And what if they don't know where the problem is? Like you have no way of trying to fix the issue if it goes away. You see that happen all the time. There's issues that arise for the layperson in order for them to, you know, what's going on with my internet. Like you, you as a consumer have no power over this at all. All you can do is just sit back. Incorrect. Be- no, because then what are you going to do? Move! Who's going to fix it? You call, you call on the phone. You call on the phone or you switch. You're ignoring me on purpose. I know I'm not on mute it. now. Am I? No, I know. <laughs> no, you can't. You're, no, you're not. But we love where we live. I know, we but totally Elsie. love where we live. Listen, I'm in a dead spot right now with mobile and i know you've never been here but john has driven down the street because he dated a girl that lived close by or something and he knows as well as i do that it's not even a half a mile to drive to a coffee not even drive to walk to a coffee shop if i happen to run out of internet it is so easy for me to access internet and cell service i mean honestly i could stand in the middle of the road because it's just my house that's not getting service but like you know, the park down the street probably is. I'm saying I'm saying you have made it so difficult to be able to get the Internet, though. I mean, I understand you love where you live, but is it the type of situation? It's not as if you live there because of family. I don't think that you've lived in that particular house long enough to have made lifelong friends. Is there and is it worth it in any way, shape or form to just make your life a little bit easier to maybe try and find somewhere to live that's closer to? somewhat civilization so that you can just like wake up and start working just wondering i did wake up and start working i did using, i got using, two and a half hours worth of work this morning using the internet or no a hotspot a hotspot yeah using my hotspot well so what's I wrong with another that? hotspot a mi-fi huh what's wrong with that that's what i'm doing 
I know that's what I'm doing right now. So what is the most difficult task? Uh, you can't download stuff though, right? And you can't watch Netflix. Yeah, because yeah, because I don't because we'll run through we'll run through data. So the only data inconvenience so they, truly is that during your normal work hours, what you have to do is keep a running list of crap you have to download when you get to a high five place, and then yeah, and then and once up. you're at the library, you just go hog ass wild on there. <laughs> on there you just download the living shit out of stuff and then you go back to your house and go damn i forgot that one thing whatever that well that's not that big of a deal that that is workable uploading and downloading downloading and uploading that's about that's workable but like if and it is it's annoying but what but again but i'm coming back to the position that there's a lot of people that you can't just go like, oh, listen to this because it uses up data and there's a lot of people who don't have that kind of data to download so even if they wanted to listen to three podcasts a week or more, maybe they don't have the resources to be able to afford the extra, extra large data package that I have. Mm-hmm. You know? In my head, what you're saying can be, um, can be also like this. It sounds like you're saying something like this. I've moved to a place where I now have my own cow and I milk my own cow for milk. And I know that everyone else can just go to the store down the street and get milk whenever the fuck they want. But now I have to be very conscious of it because I realize not everyone can afford a cow. And then what do you do? You just don't have milk if you don't have a cow. But really in my head, what I'm thinking as you're saying this, Elsie, is that nobody else wants a cow. We all just want to go to the store and get milk. We don't want these kinds of data scenarios anymore. Like most people arrange their lives. A lot of people who... But they can't. There's a lot. Well, what I'm coming back. It's not just me. No, it's there's not. There's a lot of people but who can't get it. Are those people podcasters and work for a podcasting company? No, but it doesn't. Do any of them work matter. for it's a tech- consumption? Do any of them work Dude, for a technology? It's consumption. Do any of them work for? A- Listen to me. I don't know. I don't know if they do or not. There's a lot of people who do. But here, here this is what I'm talking about. Yes, we are podcasting back and forth right now. This is unusual. This is unusual. Data's going up. Data's going down. It's unusual. <laughs> unusual. That's my point. You know? No, that's what... But I do that like... Like, okay, once a week with you. And once with Rob. Once... And once with Rob every... Twice okay, a month. Okay, six times a month. That's what we yes. do. Okay. Six times a month. Okay. But the average... you What I'm talking about is, is, is media consumption. How many times do you go into Netflix and how much, how much Netflix... I'm not saying Never. just you. I'm just talking but to I'm you as like you. generally. Gen- but, okay, so then my girls would be watching Netflix. I'd be watching Netflix. Randy would be downloading or watching YouTube because that's what he likes to do or listening to a baseball game because that's what he likes to do. All of that is data transfer. Yes. The girls listening to music on 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 you know Apple Music, which I also have a subscription for, where I can download their music and stream it for them. That's also a thing, which is really really cool. Going into Facebook and watching people's videos, or going into Instagram and watching people's videos on Instagram, even if it's small, that's also data transfer. Oh that has nothing to do with my job. I'm just saying that's just it, consumption. That's just what you I do. I disagree. So. No, no, no. I'm, but and I'm taking my job away from this, right? I'm just taking my job away from it. Yeah, I do it for social media, and I will go consume this content when it has to do with my work. But what I'm saying is, we take for granted the amount of stuff that is a challenge for somebody who doesn't have the data. You can't send a video to somebody. 
that you can't send a, a picture to somebody, that you can't expect them to watch something that you sent them, that you can't, you know, enjoy yourself binge watching a, a show that you just found out because you, you are not able to do that. That is something to do with just lifestyle. And there's a lot of people who can't do that. They just can't. Because their infrastructure is not there. And that's what I'm getting at. I'm not getting about, oh, you're working in social media. You need to move. Or you're, you, know, you need to move to a place where you have better access. No, I'm talking about just everyone mm-hmm. for the entire world that there are some people. And there's a lot of people who don't have. We are completely and utterly spoiled on data. We are spoiled. Correct. That's what I'm getting at. So I'm getting at that in order for... You know, everyone, especially people who are serving under underserved communities, people who have, um, you know, podcasts that want to reach people who really need to hear this stuff may not have the infrastructure to consume the content because it's not available to them. Well, it would be you know, dumb that, that's what to I'm make a at. podcast for those people. No, I don't think it would you be You don't dumb. see a I lot of that farmer that, like, podcasts, no. right? I mean, because... Well, but but actually there is one because what? what is that? There's one actually that's like about... It's a tractor podcast and it's about... I think it's about four hours long because the tractor people like to be on the tractor doing their stuff while they listen to the entire podcast. Yes, that's brilliant actually. But I mean, okay, yeah. let me just... But, but it's there. <sighs> I'm just I'm, okay. I feel I know, like I know a lot of people is an overstatement. I feel like it's an extremely, extremely small percent of the population, and I would like we to do a survey. I would. It's extremely small, okay? Because I know we everyone. Sur- no, I'm, we should do a survey. Okay, it's small. And in addition, no. in addition, knowing you as I do, and being your bestie, one of your forever friends. <laughs> I'm one of your besties, and I'm just going to go ahead and claim it now. Um, yes, claim it. It hurts me that someone who is so enthusiastic and passionate and excited about really any media, whether you stop yourself from watching it or not, you are the type of media consumer that is like just so wrapped. I mean, first of all, you are an actress. So the TV thing is just kind of like, I'm sure you already know the behind the scenes. It's interesting to you. It's fun for you to get into stories and watch them. Audio, same thing. Like you're not most consumers because you work in media, you enjoy media and you're a little, no offense, obsessed with media. I'm not going to lie. So (laughs) the fact that you would actively pick a place to live that that halts not only your employment, but your ability to like, real, like do anything you love without any kind of element of stress. It's stressing me out, man. No, I'm just kidding. no, it's it's stressful. It's stre- it does stress me out. Like the idea of you being like, oh, Netflix. I guess I'll have to download that Thursday. Like that makes me upset. And the fact <laughs> that you go through that all day long makes me stressed out. I don't know how you have any hair on your head because mine would have all fallen out at this point. Just living there for a week, it would have all fallen out. Like it upsets me because those people you had over to dinner, those people at Hunter's birthday party, like they're not you. Randy is not you. Your children are not you. You are a media consumer. You love it. And you are purposefully keeping yourself from it. I am, but it's helped me a lot. Bullshit. You know, I that they're, I, <laughs> no, I'm 
serious. Bullshit. Because let me tell you why. Because it's kept me like more focused on what I need to do. Okay, maybe. And it's really made me feel like it. Really has made me feel like there's so much more. And it's given me an opportunity to understand what real like to be really specific about my consumption. That part is and good. what it means. The consumption, you know, being so it's selective it's and 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 not having access to it on some level is really good. That part actually I envy, but it's the I need to do my job and this is impossible part that upsets me. Well, see, it that and for and I mean, the hardest thing about that. It's, it's, I don't think I have found a hard thing. I have been able to do everything that I need to do. And I'm super excited because, because technology is at such a degree now that my workflow has not suffered. And I, I can say that as honestly as I can, which is really awesome. It's kept me on the, because the majority of the things that I do, I mean, for, for my day to day job are all text based. It's all copy, copywritten, social media, you know, that kind of stuff. And it's also lots of reading consumption, which is also fairly easy to do. Um, so yeah, I hear, I hear like breath. Well, you guys realize what I want. <laughs> like to, you're about to, I have to say. I just thought of something funny I and I want to share it. Here it is. Um, I think your idea of a vacation from now on is going to be you with all your devices all plugged in at once. <laughs> All of them streaming content at one time. In fact, I would venture to say that your next family vacation will be at a Best Buy. <laughs> and you're just going to like sleep at the Best Buy, watch all the TVs, play with all the gadgets. They're all connected with like high speed Insta second, like downloadable. Like no longer is Elsie going to be like, I need to just get away and relax. No, her, her whole life is that now. And her vacation is going to be. Where can I consume all the media at one time? Oh my God! I have a running list. I have a running list of uh, of, of Wi-Fi hotspots everywhere. Oh, I would. I do too. So I have like I mean, upload, download. What time? Oh my God! I, I consumed it, whether it's mobile or whether it's computer, and and I can tell you now which which places have the highest speed in that because because i know like i'm like if i'm going to go in there and i'm going to do work this is what i need to do and there's really no reason for me to waste my time if i'm over here uploading something and have to stay here for an hour and a half to upload something it's not going to happen i mean i can tell like you that makes no sense the, i can tell you the tricks i don't know that you would ever set foot in any of these places but like mcdonald's has very good wi-fi because i've been there in a in a like panera was like I don't something they had no tables or something. I go to McDonald's. They have very good Wi Fi. Most chains like Fridays, Panera, they have very good Wi Fi. Um, Barnes and Noble has good Wi Fi. Most malls have Wi Fi in the mall. Um, some grocery stores, if you're, I mean, you have to sit on the bench in the front, <laughs> front or whatever. But like, um, those are little. I mean, there's there's like little hidden things like a McDonald's. I would never think to go there to work. But they have really good Wi-Fi and people don't usually, you know, more people drive through. So it's kind of empty on the inside. It's quiet. It just smells like French fries. Yeah. I'd have to think about that kind of stuff um, yeah. because I did try yesterday to go to Starbucks, and um, which I did. And I did a lot of – I actually did a work – actually, it was late night. But yeah. the, the, speeds were, the speeds were worse than I get here at home. Oh, see, that's no good. Which was saying something. I wonder if that's because – I was like, Were there what? other people there or what? No, that's what I thought. At first, I was like, oh, somebody – I thought, well, maybe there's somebody that's doing stuff here, right? But then I, I was I, I was the last one there. Hmm. Um, Randy came to pick me up like around 9 o'clock. Yeah. I was the last one there. No good? No one was there. 
still no good. They were under one megabyte Oof. up and down. <laughs> try a McDonald's. And I was like, what is going on here? Try McDonald's and try those weird chain restaurants. Like I know Friday, most Fridays, I think Chili's has it. I know it's weird, but I, you know, I live again, walking distance from all these stupid chains and I, so sometimes we I have to say we pop in there for dinner. I know exactly. Yeah, and like, dude, I, I always know these places. Yeah, I know them. What I'm saying is, I know them because my my parents live around all yeah, these yeah, places, yeah. and in Los Angeles, like you know, in that area, there is. I have not seen one Chili's, one Fridays, one. Just a minute. I don't even know if I can tell you where a McDonald's is. Um, last time it's we talked, different, different chains. Last time we talked, you were near one, as I recall. I was near a McDonald's. Yeah, like you were somewhere and your their place was closing and I was trying to find you another place near you. That's right. You told me it was a Marriott. That's what it is. Oh, and hotel lobbies. Like going yes. to hotels. Hotel Why did lobby. I not even mention that? Yes. Any hotel lobby will should have a Wi-Fi, either a guest. I mean, I don't know if they'll give you a guest Wi-Fi, but they should have like a conference Wi-Fi. I don't know how fast it'll be. Yeah, I was be. thinking like going over. There was a day's in across the street from the Starbucks. I was like, I wonder if I should just walk over there. I mean, I would have. Yes. But anyway, not that they'll have the nicest looking lobby in a day's in. No, or a lobby at all. Or a lobby at all. Or, <laughs> yeah, people yeah. that aren't sneaking past you. But whatevs. No, but whatever. I got, I got to sneak in here for a second. Okay. I'm, I'm yes. so sorry. I like when you, but oh, this should be interesting. Sneak. Sneak. I, I mean, I because else, I mean, I'm a little bit on Jess's side because, like, up here, you know, we. We're very spoiled. I, I get annoyed. I get annoyed when I'm in the back in my truck and I my Wi-Fi from my house doesn't go far enough. I get annoyed by that. I mean, we're surrounded by this. And you're like with a divining rod looking for Wi-Fi signals. <laughs> she needs a metal detector. In North Carolina. Like on yeah, the beach. I, and I, mean, I wish that existed. I, know, I wish that funny. existed. And you say, and so again, funny. I know, and to me, it's like you're talking yourself into that this is okay. But I'm listening to you and I'm sure all the listeners are listening to you saying – the amount of time that you spend and the amount of planning you have to spend just to get internet is is mind-boggling for somebody that li- knowing how much you well you have hour. to see like fast internet is what I'm saying fast internet because every other connection yeah. works you know when it comes to certain things like I've been really surprised again by the basics of of the workflow that I have going on, which is, which is cool. It is, again, we're going back to media. We're going back to media consumption and the ability for everybody to be able to access up and down speeds at a way where you can totally do it. That you can actually get saying that's where it's affecting you the most, but he's right. You have to plan your day, drive to the place. I do know when it closes. Wouldn't you do but wouldn't you? Well, yeah, but but at the same time, I mean, we were already okay. So there's so many things that do align, though, for this stuff. And why why is planning a day around doing certain activities like uh, odd? Cause because Wi Fi like milk just, should be available to everyone easily. <laughs> like milk, we don't need to you, get yeah, our maybe. own cow and no, learn how to milk it. We don't even. You, but then there's the other Wi-Fi conversation. Is like air. Exactly. I know, but see, here's the other conversation. So the other conversation that I'm not going to get into right now because that's a really it's huge <laughs> and it's very and most people are going to be like, whatever. But it's about the EMFs that are all over what the place. EMFs? The ability we don't know EMFs like um, I don't even know electromagnetic what electromagnetic frequencies. 
frequencies that happen with all of these devices that are around everywhere, and we really don't know how much they're affecting us. To have that much Wi-Fi, to have are like, you the concerned Bluetooth, with that? Bluetooth are you Elsie concerned with that? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, then let's drop it. I right actually there. subscribe. I subscribe to a you know I subscribe to a newsletter where I get a lot of and this is like you know one of those like things that people talk about like oh come on yeah that's There's why I want to no drop it data right. about we that. should not talk about oh, this come we on should not talk about this we should David. not talk about this we should not talk about this. yes no yes. no 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 yes. Totally. but yes yeah although I know what to get Elsie for Christmas a uh, tinfoil line yes. hat no dude and but some tinfoil curtains this is what I'm saying it's like. Because it's like it's such a deeper. It's a, again, and and you know you hear it from people. People some people talk about, it, but that's the fringe talk. That's the fringe talk. I can't. I can't and I can't, there's, I, can't, I know. I can't. So you're, I know. I can't. Exactly. I can't. I can't. I can't. Okay, so, that's all you needed to say. If you're concerned with electromagnetic okay. fields, then I will leave you to that. And I understand everything that this conversation has led up to <laughs> up until this point. I don't want to know more about it because it'll upset me probably. Nor do I want to yeah. argue the point with someone who knows more about it than me because that's just stupidity. Welcome to politics, right? So I'm just going to leave it alone. But I just <laughs> I think John and I, as your friends, just want your life to be easy and not as hard as it seems like yes. you're making it. But now I understand why and I respect it. So that's why I want to drop it. Thank you. You're so kind. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, good time. You should be a politician. You should be a politician. You're so right. You should totally be a politician because you'd be like, I'll vote for Jess. For- Why would you not? And especially in this election. But let's not. Um, uh, let's not even go there. So. So. Okay. Here, here we go. <laughs> um, Next time I'm just going to say EMFs and then make the conversation stop. It's like a, um, it'll, it's, it'll be like my safe word. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like You're EMF, EMF. you a car crash. I know exactly. That's like, some like, funny okay. shit, right there, dude. This will be another interesting topic okay. because Gimlet, in a surprising move, yes. Gimlet cuts popular podcast mystery show from their lineup. I guess that uh, Starly, what the hell's her name? Uh, ba da the host, whatever her name is, Starly something, um, went on a, like a little vacay to figure out what. Season two is going to be. She came back to get in the can. Charlie Kine. Charlie Kine, thank you. She came back to get in the can from Gimlet, and then she wrote a Facebook post about it saying, Yo, these guys gave me the can. Now what? Now what do I do? And there's actually, I've seen some debate online about, Oh no, they should never have, you know, I don't know. There's a debate about whether they handled it properly. If she's totally screwed now, like who owns the show? So let's get into it, I guess. Or did you just want to say what it ha- happened and then move on? <laughs> no, I think that that's one of the reasons that I put yeah, it in yeah. here was because of the guy. Not necessarily because, like, not. I, I don't want to kind of see it from the perspective of Gimlet giving somebody the boot or 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 laying somebody off because a company has a right to do that and and you know, to, to make choices that are best for them as a company because they're making money and they have to probably make hard choices. I doubt that this was done in a way that was not, um, you know, they didn't, it, that they just thought like, oh, let's just cut her. I don't think that it was like that. I think that was a very well thought out choice that they made as a business, which we all have to do. Now, what I want to discuss, sorry, is the fact that, you know, all that work, 
Whose is it? Whose is it? Well, before like, we, I would hate it. I, I don't know if this okay, gives perspective or not. But like before we get into this part, I just wanted to go through the networks briefly and like talk about like every network has their version of serial. And if it's not working for one of the networks, I sort of feel like why should they continue it? Like Panoply um, has like, I don't know. They just, they all have their version of this. And I was going to try and find the names of them all. But now that I'm on, like now that I'm under pressure, I can't. But I know there's new ones coming out too, like mid-roll or one of them is doing like sex crimes and audio tape, which is seems oddly similar to sex lies and videotape. Um, uh, Midroll is coming out with one called The Stranglers, which is all about American stranglers, which I thought was kind of morbid and weird personally. Um, I like the morbid. Yeah, but would you listen to a show called Stranglers with a scarf around your neck or no? I mean, like, it's just creepy. Uh, okay. <laughs> like there's one called The Black Tapes, which is a podcast. Um it's a serialized docudrama about one journalist's search for truth, her subject's mysterious past, and the literal and figurative ghosts that haunt them both. And this is an NPR show. Mm. They're just kind of like, they're getting a little goofy with the mystery shit. And here we have Starly Kind solves mysteries. It's not going well. I mean, why waste more time on it? But yeah, but is it her content? It's not her content because she was paid a salary, correct? Uh, yes, she was paid a salary. She came into, you know, they came together. They made a decision together about what content or what show needed to be created and what that and what that was going to, I guess, feel like or sound like. And, you know, it was just that's but she created it. It's kind of not like a pilot, you know, like a TV pilot. I don't know, like with a TV pilot, there's like all of these other people involved, it seems to me that. With that, it's like it's your brain. You're creating it. If it was like, yeah, you kind of have to think of it like the Roseanne Barr show. It's her show. She's producing it. She's the star. However, it's ABC's choice whether or not they want to keep it on ABC. You can be like Mindy Kaling. Look, Mindy Kaling's show, um, whatever it's called. I guess it's the Mindy show, whatever the hell. Like She was on Fox. They decided no more Fox. She went straight to Hulu. She still does the show. Same show. Same production quality. But not on Fox anymore. And that happens. Right. Right? Like, I can't... There's yeah, another yeah. one, but I can't think of it. That, like, oh, Conan, right? He had took his whole show to TBS because he didn't feel like dealing with the yeah, big so three they, anymore. They, yeah, there's a couple of them that have done that, actually. What is it? Chelsea, oh, Chelsea Handler went to Netflix, but I think it was a That's different, a different show. show. But yeah. It was sort of like... Yeah, it's a different show, but it's sort she of like... She said working with E! Network was like being in slavery. She was enslaved Yeah, by so... But I think that the difference between this kind of stuff is it's sort of like... You know, for for us or from our perspective, let's say She Podcast was picked up by one of these bigger networks, right? Let's say they wanted to work with us and we wanted to be part of it. Um, I would say that if before we even signed any contracts or whatever, the discussions were that this is our show. We're going with you guys right now. We own the content when we leave. If we leave, whatever happens, if we break up, we can go wherever we want. We can continue to produce the show as we've always done it. Like that's the only way that I would be comfortable Going into a network well, it says they're, where it's like if we break up, yeah. it says yeah, they're in discussions with her to reach an agreement where she may produce mystery show independently of Gimlet. And it also says it's an ambitious production and she has 
This kind of sounds like blame. An uncompromising vision for the show, which is what makes it great. However, these factors combined make it unsustainable to produce and publish. So in other words, I guess Starley, that to me says Starley wants it a certain way. We can't afford to do it a certain way. We don't want to. That's what it sounds like to me. She has an uncompromising. Yeah. She has, you know, and I mean. I've never listened and to it. And it makes sense. And, and after they know what it sounds like. After they broke it down, I have not listened to it either, but it seems like there's a lot of traveling that's involved in it and there's a lot oh, of they, different things. Oh, like, she wants them to you, pay to go all know, over the world and solve mysteries. Oh, well then yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't pay for that. Yeah. So bye, Starly. Yeah, she goes <laughs> by Starly. No, she goes out to a lot of different places and then she gets really in depth stories. Like I forgot what it was, like one of the stories took forever to to do. Like it actually, you know, she it says episodes could take anywhere from several weeks to an entire month. In source code, she sought to uh, the true height of Jake Gyllenhaal. Nine months. Yeah, that's what it. Yeah, that's what it was. Where she had to go travel all these different places, and even like in her own script, it sounded like it was really long. So, in terms of production, meaning the Nine work months? that she puts at, just fucking like, measure it's it. A long time to. <laughs> To produce the show and the stories, so it's like it's a craft, right? It's sort of like writing a novel. But the so the output, the output is genius. It's it's the it's the middle process that is is a little bit tough. And I'm assuming that for a company, it would be tough. If it would be tough, it would. She needs somebody who is. Um, what do they call them? Those people that like a a, a patron, underwriter, a patron. Uh, you know, she needs yeah, an underwriter. Somebody who says, "Here's the money." Yeah, or perhaps, I mean, stuff. sounding like the show, a venture capitalist, yeah. an angel investor. Well, I'm not sure if a venture capitalist would do it because what? What's the? What's the? It wouldn't. What's be the venture? Make money off of yeah. The yeah. Advertising. What's the venture? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it would be like, uh, well, it's just right. basically just somebody who will donate money to an artist. That's why I'm saying like a patron, like somebody who pays an artist to do their work, and then if it sells, it sells. But the the price is on the the craft and the brilliance of the output of the content itself, which I don't doubt is very good. But as a company, I think that there's a lot that happens in there. So why do you think there's uh, so mean, many I, podcasters I that are like poor Starly? Oh no! Because I think that she really had no idea it was coming. Aha! Uh-huh. And I think it, she had no idea it was coming, and. It's also it was it was a solid paycheck. It's like she was getting paid for that too. Meaning Right. She it's was, a salary. Yeah. So then it's a salary. So if she got the boot and she had no idea, that's hard on anybody. I mean, and I'm not, you know, and of course that's all it's happened to all of us. Like we've all gotten the boot and we've all at some point been in a place where like I, I didn't see this coming well actually you know what i think for most of us we do see it coming <laughs> at some point if we're if, if you we're aware of, of of the places that we work and how they're doing business wise mm-hmm. we would assume something was her coming. message says um, i was in the middle of working on the second season i've had trouble figuring out the second one i've gone away to work on an episode i didn't Something about progress. The season was starting to take shape. The day I returned, Alex told me it was unsustainable. I was out. No staff, no salary, no benefits, no budget, no email address. Can you now see that hurts? Like when you say it like that, I mean, yeah, you understand Gimlet's point of view, but now I realize like they were giving her a staff and a studio. How the hell is she going to continue the show? 
Where would she continue yeah, so, it? Right. Oh, my God. And her email address. That's right. Because she's probably Starly at Gimlet. Right. And then also, you know, to, to get – and that brings us back again to, hey. you know, establishing the, the connections with your listeners, right? Because I'm sure she's got a lot of fans. And where do you go? I mean, how do you – if if the, if there's a certain protocol for reaching – like, for reaching you, for reaching the show, then you're going to have to guide them somewhere else to do that even though you've already said it on the show because that's the hard part because it's like the new listeners or the people who've listened to you uh you know are real big fans of you are connected to you and they know where you're going whereas there's the the people who are not really into you but really like the show and are just discovering you they're going to do what you what you asked them to do in the past on the other hand (laughs) uh uh-huh excuse me Uh uh-huh on the other hand you never see TV pilots or TV shows being canceled after one season, you don't see like John Mulaney or Rob Schneider, any of those other guys who like tried a show for a season and then got cut. You don't see them bitching about their salary and benefits and their budget and their staff. They just move on to the next project. Like it's almost as if maybe this is an unprofessional thing for her to do. Because know. if we want to be treated like real media, we have to act like real media employees, right? And TV stars and even creators of shows don't do that. They don't say, hey, they can me my first day back. Right? I don't know. Be- because it's, this is an uncharted territory because of the fact that it's uh, it's 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 new. You know, this is more along the models of – when was it um, – Way back, way back in the day with the studio system when they had the actors there in the studio and they had and they were commissioned to do, you know, the movies within the studio system. And so I feel that that's what this feels like now. It's not so much about like the bigger movies that are happening now, like Hollywood. It feels like the old studio system where they have a certain pool of of talent who are, in this case, producers, not actors, that have a certain set of things that they're required to do. And I guess if you're, you know, if the studio lets you go, then all your movies are gone. Yeah. Like you can't, you know, you had two more movies to watch do this year or something. Then it's like, they're, they're, it's not you. You were not the person who was making the content, which kind of takes me to the place of, we're indie podcasters. And that's why, like, I think this article mentions it, like, we don't know. This has never happened before. Will she continue to to produce this independently? <laughs> it was like, what? Is that something that nobody's done before? Yeah. There's plenty of people who have done independent content before. What are you talking no, about? No, but they just and mean, so- but see why they think that? Because most people get their show canceled and just walk away from their show. They don't go to another right. network and they certainly don't put it on YouTube like that's kind of the equivalent is like now Starly's going to put her show on YouTube kind of I mean hey I would put it on YouTube I mean like her I mean, television I show like, I'm saying if I'm comparing it to a television yeah. show right you can't right. just I would just do yeah. it Nobody mind you she did have a staff yeah. and she had all that stuff and a and, budget you know she does have all the and an email address and she had the RSS feed and the RSS feed like who owns the RSS feed like so that means that like see this is what would happen too it's like can I just take over the RSS feed? Can I just have that? Can you, you guys, you fired me. That's cool. I will even take my entire show and put it on my website. I would, I will make up a mystery show website that has nothing to do with Gimlet. 
can I keep my RSS feed so that if I add something to it, I can add some data to it. I can add my next episode when it comes out. Because what right now is going to happen is everything is going to go away. She's not going to get, she's not going to get those, those subscribers anymore. That feed is gone. She was paid for that. So if you can handsomely, right. So what what I'm saying is like the art, it, like how cool would it be to, to get your subscribe, to be able to keep your subscribers and just keep the feed, so, just keep the feed open for communication. I'm assuming you know what's going on with the election at this time. And you know that there are tapes, uh, behind the scenes tapes of The Apprentice that people want someone to release. Are they asking Donald Trump to release oh. them? No. They want NBC to release them. Why? Because that mm-hmm. shit belongs to NBC. Just like this shit belongs to Gimlet. Right. 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 You can't. It's not her. He was paid for. He was paid a salary to create the content, not to keep it, not to own it. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, I was a graphic designer for Subaru. I don't get to be like, this website's mine, bitches. No, I created it for them. Does it, though? I mean, well, does the apprentice belong to NBC? I mean, so it belongs to ABC. NBC. uh, NBC. They want, but isn't there isn't there a clause for the people? Like, isn't there a clause in there for the person who is like the star that it's mine no. or not? Because you know, some of those I gotta say, man, some of those contracts that I had to sign for even the smallest little thing, you basically sign away everything. No. You basically says we can use your likeness, we can use bits That's and right. pieces, we can use your voice, we can use this, we can use all of this That's right. to promote the show. And you sign it, you're, and you, yeah, for promotion. You totally sign it away. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, no, because let's say the Don. I mean, why would the Donald keep it? The Donald didn't tape it. He didn't record it. He didn't ask all the different candidates to come on the show. NBC did all that. They put the whole thing together. They funded the whole thing. Yeah, they did. They paid. He it. Yeah, hosted they paid it. For it. Okay, and he I get created that. the content right. just like Starly. Right. He hosted and okay. created it. So now right. it's not going to be up to her. Look, if there was something, I mean. I don't want to say there's something incriminating on her show. I'm just saying, like, she can't own it now because she agreed to be paid to create it for someone else. I mean, I know it's hard because it feels like, I mean, we have this show and it feels like our baby. If somebody took it away and said we couldn't do it anymore, I'd be super pissed. But, and especially if it came out of nowhere, but whatever. That's life, I guess. Sucks. You'd have to sort of like rebrand it and it would be like, you know, or do something. Ella podcast. Yeah, I think she. <laughs> I think she could do something. I think she should do something else. I mean, I just feel like I feel like in comparison to television, she may be okay. acting like a spoiled brat. Kind of. Maybe. I mean, yeah, because we don't. We, yeah, you're right. Because we, we don't know the full story. I guess, you know, right. As like as an independent podcaster, there, there comes a point yeah, where you're, you're just like the conversation around that it's it's you're tough. pained it's for them. I mean, of course, have. we're pained for her. And there's like right. this whole stand with Starly kind. But like. Stand with her to do what? She got the boot. What? What? What do you do? She works for a company. They got the. She got the boot. Oh well. And this is not the first time. So it's interesting because I wonder how, in terms of Gimlet, mm-hmm. not Gimlet. Like for me, it doesn't really make me feel any less about Gimlet. Like it doesn't make me think. I don't like their content. Like I, I wouldn't consume because they're a front facing company for in the consumer side of things, right? They're not basically, you don't even know about Gimlet. If you love a specific podcast, if you fall in love with reply all or something That's like right. that, you don't go, right. Oh, 
Gimlet Media does. That's like they right. don't know that. Same you just as the love network. the ho- You just love the host. Nobody's walking around exactly. with NBC like, T-shirts on, right? It's either Walking Dead exactly. or Seinfeld. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So you fall in love with that, which is cool. So I think that for the majority, so for, as a, let's say as an investor for Gimlet Media, it wouldn't really bother me. What I think, where I think they're going to suffer is in getting talent to come on, right? Because um, maybe they're looking to hire more producers or more people who want to create content. There would be, I don't know, I'd think twice about it if I was in this, if if I was in the, in the radio, in, in the, you know, audio professional audio industry, like, a lot of these cats are. I'd think twice. There's 4,300 women in cheap podcasts that would give their left ovary Probably. to be on a gimlet to, to show. Do a show. Yeah, including yeah. myself to produce that and do it. Like, yeah, to be able to. Yeah, do Yeah, I'll take her place. And like, if you're listening, call me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to solve mysteries, but I mean, maybe I do. I don't know. I don't know. You I never probably... know because it's a small. Yeah. I guess for the, you know, they'll have to go, I don't know. I, I think that it will, it will impact, impact that part. It'll, it'll taint their, how do you say it w- when people think that you're a fast girl? Oh, reputation. reputation. Who's, yeah, it'll taint that reputation. You think it'll taint oh Gimlet's reputation because they just fire people yes. willy nilly? Well, possibly. Yeah, I think so. That it would give you like, oh, I heard or, oh, maybe. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't bother, again, I I am not invested in this. I'm totally yeah, like Yeah, maybe. Oh, it, to me it's business. It's business. It's it's what happened. I'm kind of seeing it from a completely separated place because I don't know the ins and outs and you never yeah. know what happened. I wonder truly. <clears throat> so right. I, I wonder if um maybe from now on they'll just be like in the contract really big letters it'll just say it's our show. And our content, and, and you're the employee, and we're the employer. <laughs> Just so we're clear, right? You get to and do you what will we get. want, and you don't, right? Yeah. Right. And I wonder what the stipulation is for letting people go. Maybe there's going to be something like you will get at least 15 days or 30 days before when we fire you, you will have X, Y, Z. Not when we fire you, but when we fire you, <laughs> you which know, will if, be any minute now. When the contract is <laughs> over, yes, exactly. Maybe they'll have to. And they'll, it's growing, it's learning, it's, uh, you know, and and since the conversation is so hot, the podcasting conversation, I don't think this would have mattered any other time. You no. know, it's just that people are going to be like, what? Oh. <laughs> that was clever. I like that one. That was good. Clever, clever. Clever. Yeah. Clever. So weigh in, people. Weigh in, people, on the conversation that we've had today. It's been a nice and mm-hmm. interesting with Tons of opinions and stuff. Yes, sorry about that. An alien. It's been a hot day. <laughs> it's because it's Monday and we're all fired up, and not Wednesday That's when right. we all been when we've been beaten down, <laughs> beaten down Be- after the week. Blah. Yeah. Well, hump day anyway. Yes, hump day. Oh. But we do have a supersonic um, special special weapon, which is our own very uh, John Buchanan's because. He, because he saved our behinds today because we didn't tell him that we had changed the time when we were Prince. recording. Which people, if you guys hire John, John at audio. He's at your disposal uh, anytime or day. No, 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 that's not what I was going to say. I know, and it was mean because people are going to think that. No, no, no. No, he is not at your disposal. He deserves respect and he de- and he deserves to be, you know, told ahead of time without people going like, oh my God, I totally forgot, which was me. What? We're me too. Today. Same. I felt like I was like two years old. 
Oh my God, it's so bad. So anyway, no, he deserves respect and he's incredible. And, you know, uh, everything that he's been doing for us has been amazing. So please go check him out, audioeditingsolutions.com. He's got a special package (laughs) just for the divas. The diva package for She Podcast. You guys can go check him out. (laughs) Ooh, that was a lot of info. (laughs) So you please email, please email John at Audio editing solution. Uh, audio editing.com. Is that right? Audio, audio editing solutions.com. Is up, John? Yes. Yes. So there you have it. Um, and we didn't do our other stuff, but I guess we could do it another time. Stuff? Oh, the, the weird and wild show of the week? About. Yeah. I actually I broke down one, one, one down and I forgot what it was. Yeah, but I can't remember where I wrote it, hmm. which is the sucky part because I actually did have a did? show. I was like, oh, this is going to be a good one. I haven't listened to it, but I was like, oh, this sounds like a really good one to write for the. Why don't you guys check out The Stranglers movie. since I already mentioned it? S T R A. Oh my God. Let's the see Stranglers. See if it's already That's on right. or if it's just coming up. Let's see. Random weirdness. So you, oh wait, you know, actually to build on something uh, that was just mentioned last week, was it last week that we were talking about the sleep, the sleep, um, with me podcast yes the one that you were listening to the sleep with me okay so there's another one and this one is called and i think this is the one that i got messed up with when i was talking to you about the other one because i i was like oh yeah there's two well there's actually more than that this one is called the sleep whispers podcast so that's weird um and and wild and so he whispers the whole time really like this the whole podcast is just small little whispers the whole time I don't like that. Stop. <laughs> you know, so it really <laughs> makes you hear someone's teeth and tongue when they do that. I know. I think I like. Oh, it's crazy. I don't think I like that. Well, so anyway, there's a whisper. So if you want somebody to whisper you to sleep, <laughs> what's the name of the podcast, Elsie? Sleep whisper. <laughs> she can't even do it. You can't whisper and giggle. <laughs> no. No, you can't. Have you ever tried? I, to- I, totally I don't think can. you can. Actually, I used to get in trouble in camp all the time. My my bunkmates would always be so pissed at me because I'm the worst whisperer. Because I'm like, what was that? Because you're loud. Yeah, because I'm loud. <laughs> and then the snort and the spit. Yeah, because yeah. you do. If you if you're giggling and trying to whisper, you spit. Mm-hmm. There's no so anyway. It's true. As you wipe your mouth or when you wipe your mouth. All right. So if you want to get a hold of us, do you want to take us out? Okay, sure. You like when I do it? Okay. All right. Yes. Okay. First of all, if you like the show, please, if you're using your phone, give us a review. Give us a rating. It really helps other people find the show. So thank you for that. Also, if you want to give us a dollar a month or something to like help us sustain the show, that would be awesome. Go to ShePodcast.com forward slash Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Also, you can find us and our show notes and all the links we talked about today at ShePodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at ShePodcast. You can find us on Facebook at ShePodcast. You can go to ShePodcast.com group. Is that right? I don't remember. And I think it'll take you to the group. Otherwise, if you're a lady and you want to join the group, it's also Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash ShePodcast. You can also email us info at ShePodcast. And I cannot imagine... Any other things to mention? Oh, if you're a new podcaster, shepodcast.com forward slash 101. Thank you so much for listening. Love you. Mean it. Peace out. Peace out, yo. Bye. I can see Jessica dancing. Oh, my God. How did you know? (laughs) I was dancing. I know. How did you know? 
I, I, because I know you so well. Oh my god! I totally was sitting here bouncing in my seat. I totally was. That is funny. I don't know. It, it's it's affecting everybody. The infrastructure is a problem. I just need to get that off my chest, dude. Oh my god, I've been muted for five minutes and I had no idea. Well, see, that, and that technology, dude. I technology. was wondering why you weren't responding to uh, me. You keep saying, "Am I the only one talking?" <laughs> and then John used me as a device, and then I was, and then I said, "Stop that." Well, it was getting really uncomfortable because she's talking and she's looking for somebody. Oh, my God. I've been answering for five fucking minutes. <laughs> Apparently not. The only reason I figured it out, you guys, is because I asked her a question. And the, and the, after the third time, I got suspicious why she wasn't answering it. <laughs> I was avoiding the answer. Is that what it was? God, I was like, what is her Dude. fucking problem? <laughs> what are you talking about? I can't believe you are talking about this whole time. I've been answering you this whole time. I muted, I muted myself to take a drink so you didn't hear the ice, and I forgot to turn it back on. Jesus. Oh, okay, here we go. God. The question is. <laughs>